already missed the Slovene Students class. Uh, my name is Arthur Harrington, and I am the affirmative to keep the Constitution. My name is Martin McClung, and I am the negative to abolish the Constitution. And um, within a matter of seconds, I will begin um, with my opening statement. Okay. The First Amendment of the Constitution says that Congress shall make no law representing an establishment of religion, abridging free speech, press, or peaceful protest of a corrupt government. The First Amendment gives all Americans the ability to voice their opinions, to push for political and social change, or oppose it. In our Constitution, it states that all men are created equal under the law. And that is the absolute reason why we should keep the Constitution. I could talk about many things on today, but I believe that the First Amendment is the umbrella amendment of the United States Constitution that protects all freedoms of United States citizens. My esteemed opponent wants to take those freedoms away. And it's sad. You know, if we were to abolish the Constitution, women's rights, the 19th Amendment, the Equal Rights Amendment that protected women's rights, that guaranteed them legal rights um, in voting matters, property ownership, employment, amongst other things. The 13th Amendment, which freed African-Americans, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except for um, crime, um, shall exist in the United States. All of those amendments would be taken away, amongst other things, if we were to abolish the Constitution. We must keep our Constitution. We must, we must remain free, and we must continue to live the American dream. We cannot let radical change come in that way. And as you can see, within a matter of seconds, that my opponent will not have a plan. He will not have a plan. Thank you. Esteemed class, Ms. Livingston, and my opponent, I would like to say that my opponent has misrepresented my position. I am not for anarchy, and I am not for I am not for dismantling the rights that we have already established. What I am for is the destruction of a piece of legislation that is anti-majoritarian via the Electoral College, and anti-democratic via allowing single-party rule through the Senate and through other parts of our government, the other branches of our government. These, the Constitution is a corruptible set of rules and regulation that runs the government, these United States. And I will prove to you that the Constitution has failed in its core mission to secure domestic tranquility the blessings of liberty, promote the general welfare, and establish a republic of, for, and by the people of these United States. And I yield the rest of my time. <clears throat> On the contrary, uh, my esteemed opponent believes that the Constitution is corrupt. My fellow Americans, my esteemed opponent believes that freedom is corrupt. 
my esteemed opponent believes that liberty is corrupt. That is the definition of anarchism. We cannot have that within the United States of America. And without the Constitution, there is no United States of America. My opponent says that in the minutes to come that he's going to explain why the Constitution is corrupt. An amendment that keeps us free. An amendment that keeps us safe from dictatorship. Authoritarianism, like my opponent said, majoritarianism. It keeps us from those things. And this is something that my opponent wants to abolish. Um, we cannot do that. And I feel like as we move forward and matriculate as a nation, we must understand that the current political and social climate of the United States, Americans don't want people making decisions right now to decide what the Constitution or replacement of the Constitution would look like. America is this what I would rather have America vote and decide whether we should keep a constitution. And one thing I can guarantee is this, the majority of Americans would vote to keep it. And this current political realm, it's divided. And by putting up some type of legislation to try to abolish our constitution that's woven in the fabric of our nation, it would divide us even more. I would rather ask the Americans what they think before we try to do a behind the door, closed door thing. What my opponent has not realized is that he made a very, he made a slip. He said that majoritarianism is authoritarianism when it's, that's simply not the facts. Majoritarianism is a political philosophy that asserts that the majority shall rule, the people shall rule, AKA democracy, as formed by the Greeks thousands of years ago. Democracy is majoritarianism. And the constitution is against that because it purposely created a system, the electoral college, that advocates for smaller states to have the same political sway as where the majority of people live. And in the founding, in the initial writing of the constitution, it claimed that my ancestors were three fifths of human beings in order to secure a little bit more political power for these smaller states. How is that just? How is that civil? How is that democracy? When you use people who are unable to vote in order to boost your own political gains, that is simply not right. And furthermore, the constitution, it fails in its core aims to ensure the domestic tranquility of these the citizens of these United States. For it's advocated war on its own citizens through the war on drugs. Nixon said it himself. He said that if you tie together marijuana with hippies and heroin with black people, you'll be able to destroy their leaders. You'll be able to arrest them and disrupt whatever political system they have in base to go against the views of the minority of this country, which are racist. They do not represent the people. And that's what it's been since the beginning. 
now we will go into our two-minute um, deliberation period, starting now. Okay, would you... All right, so to, to go on from what I was saying, the government of these United States have not only declared war on its own citizens, it has also allowed its police force, for armed agents of the state to... This is our, our two-minute deliberation period. Oh, the preparation, okay. You may proceed. Thank you very much. So, my opponent also discussed the 13th Amendment and women's rights and other such things. To begin with the 13th Amendment, it has a purposeful loophole within it. It says slavery within these United States is banned with the notable exception of punishment via the criminal justice system. Now, initially, on its face, that sounds good. Yes, criminals should be punished. They should, they should be locked away. On its face, that sounds great. But what isn't good is when the United States government purposely ties together marginalized groups with criminality in order to destroy their leaders and destroy the political base that they are trying to build, which goes against the establishment that has been put in place by the anti-majoritarian constitution, AKA white supremacy. This was built into the foundation of the constitution. Now, does it fully represent that today? You can argue that it doesn't. And I'm willing to concede on some points on that matter, but the effects of the initial caked in white supremacy is evident within mass incarceration and the allowing of hate crimes. Like, for example, Bull Connor in the South with his dogs. He allowed, he allowed white citizens to take up arms against protesting 
against African-Americans protesting for civil rights. And he was a public official and he allowed that and was not reprimanded at all. And even the Voting Rights Act and other things like that, of Voting Rights Act since 1965, it's not in the constitution. And it was even, that's the end of my time. First of all, I would just like to note that I never said that majoritarianism is authoritarianism. I said that my opponent is against the Constitution because he wants to abolish freedom, liberty, and um, for the pursuit of happiness, just all because that's um, what the Constitution stands for. Um, one thing that I would just like to say is this. Um, <clears throat> we're in the year 2020. My opponent has notably spoke about things that occurred in 1787. He's a, talked about things that occurred in 1946, 1960. This is 2020. Um, and this is the reason why you should vote to keep the Constitution at this point. Because, listen, I don't agree with the interpretation of the Constitution 200 years ago. I don't want to think of the Constitution as being stagnant. I'd like to think of the Constitution as being vibrant and active. I think it's time that um, we don't, you know, this new Constitution, that the Constitution shouldn't be, that old white men shouldn't be of interpreting a Constitution. I believe that it should be updated more um, with, with people of color, women, younger people, people who aren't afraid to tackle the real definition of what the Constitution is, people who are willing to step out and make some decisions that aren't attractive to everybody. So again, we are in the year 2020. We are moving forward. African-Americans are not in slavery. Bull Connor is not in charge, but the people are in charge. The Constitution states that all men are created equal under the law, and that is exactly what my opponent has failed to, <clears throat> has failed to highlight. Furthermore, my opponent, with my last 10 seconds to go, has never explained what the new constitution that they were looking to create would even be like. So we would be in anarchy because there would be no constitution with no plan. Thank you all so much for um, listening to our uh, debate. Any, you have any?